five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA Holiday Spirit. And we're going to be talking about a lot of mail today. A lot of mail. A lot of mail. It's going to be good. You're going to have to hang in there. But first, let's go to this nifty commercial from, well, you can figure it out as it goes. It's pretty funny. So we're at the North Pole. We'll set the stage. Oh, oh, I love elves. Hard workers. Cheery bunch. But they can sure wreck a bathroom. Luckily, someone's always ready on short notice to save Christmas. The fine folks at Roto-Rooter. Coast is clear, Santa. Thank you. You may want to stick around. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, get it? And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. <laughs> you may want to stick around. <laughs> Santa's planning on clogging the toilet, I think. Oh, my goodness. You you won't see all... You know, you miss this stuff. If you just go through life, you'll miss these great commercials that I bring you every day. Heaven help us all. And now, over to something more important. Okay, now we're going to go... No, no, we got to talk about the backstory. Okay, so anyway, this is, they want to, this is going to be a perennial uh, humor, humorous 30-second... 30-second claymation spot. Santa and his cheeky elves are clogging the toilet. Paul Abrams says, We believe the finished spot taps into the happy sentiment and nostalgia that surrounds Christmas in America. Now, just to show you how what you've missed is Roto-Rooter de- debuted a Thanksgiving spot to mark Turkey Day, which generates so many clogged sinks as well as clogged toilets. It's actually the day after Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, that generates the most plumbing emergencies. Ro- <laughs> See, learning something new every day. Rotor-Rotor calls it Brown Friday instead of Black Friday <laughs> due to the amount of sewage they deal with. Uh, <laughs> in addition to the preparation of large meals and the aftermath of that, Rotor-Rotor also points to ho- household guests resulting in more flushes, showers, dishwashing, and laundry. Yeah, all of the above happened in our in our house. And uh, so now over to postal service information. Okay, according to um, according to postal workers in Bemidji from the Bemidji Pioneer, uh, they've got their these are the kids actually who say mom isn't able to come come to my basketball games. Well, you know, <laughs> when I was in 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 uh, junior high, the coach or the teacher asked my my parents when they came to parent teacher day why they never came to any of my stuff ever. <laughs> I was a ski racer, got my name in ski magazine. The only race my dad saw was when I went off the course and flew through the air <laughs> when I hit the pipes that they used to make the water, the the, the snow. <laughs> I'm trying, oh, I, it looks like I brought up two of the same article. Oh, well, anyway. So they're saying here, Dennis Nelson, who worked for the post office for 20 years, says that uh, we've been told that Amazon is now our priority, that Amazon packages are the most important thing we can do, and mail is secondary, okay? So I keep getting the wrong, I have the wrong article up. 
six times. Okay, there it goes. Now we got it. Amazon packages reportedly overwhelming small post offices. This is from May 19, 2020. So that was just about how COVID affected everything. Um, but down here, it says that there's a new agreement that began in the beginning of November. We're being, Dennis Nelson says, we're being forced to work 12-hour days, six days a week. All of our days have been days off have been canceled by our district manager. They will not honor sick leave. On top of that, we've been told Amazon is now our priority, that Amazon packages are the most important thing we do. Mail is secondary. Said mail isn't being delivered on time. Uh... When contacted by ARS, that's the publisher of this article, USPS denied the agency prioritizes Amazon packages. We do not prioritize Amazon packages. We deliver packages and mail in a timely manner. Um, Senator Tina Smith from Minnesota wrote to uh, Louis DeJoy um, and said, pretty strong words. As Postmaster General, you're responsible for ensuring that the Postal Service meets its service standards, and it is clear right now that things are not working as they should. Entering into contact into contracts that your system cannot support is a breach of your responsibilities. Well, I know he's not that high on advertising mail. Uh, he basically said, we're going to keep raising rates till you guys give up, I guess. Um, that I, I didn't hear his speech, so I don't know what he said, but that was the takeaway I got from a friend who was there, <laughs> which doesn't mean that that's what he said, <laughs> but it wasn't the, let's just say the feedback wasn't too positive. So I don't know. Uh, DeJoy said, um, said that they expect to lose money in 2024. They lost 6.5 billion, uh, that ended September 30th and, um, Amazon started working with the USPS in 2013. You know, the problem is, is that in little towns like mine uh, and rural routes like mine, um, the, the Amazon, we see plenty of Amazon trucks. We see them all the time. But uh, Amazon also uses the USPS to deliver stuff. It's interesting because I order mostly on eBay. I don't like Amazon. And mostly it's because you can talk to the seller directly on eBay, which I really like. And I've always sorted everything out. And if I haven't, then I can talk to eBay and they sort things out for me. And I've never had a problem. And I started using eBay in 1998, I think, um, or whenever they started pretty much. So, of course, Amazon too. Uh, so Amazon uses the Postal Service for last mile deliveries, you know, because it seemed odd that the, the small postal ser postal offices, post offices were overwhelmed. Well, it's because Amazon in big cities has its own distribution network. OK, does that make sense? Right. Yeah, sure. It makes sense. So now let's find let's go back. Oh, this was an interesting article today. I didn't highlight it much. U.S. pay TV subs will be outnumbered by other services for the first time. Okay, it doesn't want to highlight itself. Okay, so, so that's your standard cable. Um, and I thought it was about it was about pay TV being out beating broadcast TV. And the reason I was interested in this is because I decided to try to watch uh, the Badger game that was on TV on Saturday uh, evening. And I, I 
I couldn't figure it out. I managed to watch the Packer game. I have an antenna on my Roku, whatever it is, kind of TV. It's one of those big screen TVs that I actually bought on on uh, Black Friday two years ago. But it used to get the antenna TVs. There was a button for it. You could go right to the antenna. Now it has a live TV button. And there's thousands of channels, it seems, uh, hundreds anyway, and I can't find the local stations on the antenna. And I was determined to do it. I must have spent an hour playing with this TV. Um, And what I finally found was that I could set the brightness for the antenna TV separately. And if I went there, I could see just the antenna TV stations. But it's in the settings and then in the, and then in the, TV settings and then in the brightness and then, you know, it's like no way you'd ever find that. So it's getting harder and harder not to have pay TV because pay streaming services, which is what they're talking about, because every time you turn on the TV and try to find something that's on TV, um, you, you know, they offer you NFL games and college games and they offer you all kinds of stuff. And whenever you get there, it says, who's your cable provider? So I don't know how they're going to sort this all out, but I just wanted to say that it's, you know, as usual, they're updating their software and taking away my fun. Yeah, okay. Anyway, great article here by Summer Gould, how to help your customers track direct mail results. And, you know, I was reading it and I was a little nervous about about whether she was going to touch the right, hit the right buttons, push the right buttons, touch the right bases. But Summer did not disappoint. She did an excellent job helping your customers track how their direct mail, how effective their direct mail is, benefits you. Absolutely. I'm working on an article for Lob. For um, I was I I was wondering. It's 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 uh, it's Kim Carvassier. I'm pretty sure, but I. But I sometimes call her Chris, and that's not right. But anyway, so I'm working on why A-B testing isn't all there is. Um, Nevertheless, oh, Deanne, thank you for that. I got a like from Deanne. And uh, Vinny (laughs) said he missed missed the commercial. Well, you can always go back after I'm finished and see the commercial. Uh, It looks like I'm getting some kind of comments. Yeah, there we go. Um, I didn't, oh, here we got to hit the chat button. Uh, so Vinny tried to chat, but it's not, oh, it's not picking up. It looks like it's not picking up LinkedIn. So anyway, but on LinkedIn, it was picking up LinkedIn. So we can go over there and see it and see the notifications. And that way we can see, (laughs) oh, Deanne, thanks for the encouragement. Uh, I always love your articles. Anyway. So tracking results means this is I'm going to explain why this is so important and we actually have a few minutes to cover this. Tracking results means you can see what resonates best with your customers and prospects. It's also crucially important because I was going to talk about the journey to e-commerce sites today, but I got distracted by the postal issues. And uh I was going to track I was gonna um, I was gonna talk about that journey, but instead I got off on this postal service stuff, 
And then I saw this excellent article. But but the the issue here is that in one of those articles I was going to talk about, it talked about the response rate once you get to the e-commerce site, which was something like mm, between one and a half and two and a half percent, which sounds about right. That's that's sort of after they bounce and all the rest of it settles out on search, and they're worth about a dollar seventy-five per visitor. Um, and so the the truth is that um, it's mail is comparable to digital if not more efficient, because we can actually complete the sale before you ever get to the digital site. We can basically give you all the information you want. All my catalogs, I cleaned my office the other day, so I don't have any nice, beautiful catalogs laying here that I can grab. But you know the story. There's the branding. There's the, there's the, there's the, uh, just the physicality of it. You know that it's real. Nobody's going to produce a catalog if they're just trying to scam you with some kind of bad products. So so tracking results, first of all, shows you the economics. But, but what we're really looking for is incremental lift. We're looking for how does mail, we're looking for what causes the action? What most effectively causes, most effectively dollar for dollar causes the action? Now, in order to do that, you have to track results, but you also have to set up the experiment properly. You have to do the A-B test in a way that gives you the causal result. How does that happen? You isolate all the other independent variables you can. And you try, that's why we play the football games on the same field, two teams on the same field, on the same day, in the same weather, switching ends repeatedly so that the wind is canceled out. We do that all in order to cancel out other independent variables that might affect the outcome of the game, right? We have the same refs, whether they're corrupt or not. It's hard to say. I've taken up to watching whether or not the referees, how often the referees decide the game and whether the biggest the biggest offensive plays are pass interference or somebody actually catches the ball. It's like if, if you were going to be a great receiver today, you could be a great receiver just by getting a lot of pass interference calls, never have to catch the ball. Of course, if you'd never caught the ball, they probably wouldn't bother covering you. But, you know, you have to demonstrate your ability to catch the ball, but then you just have to make sure the other guy runs into you right before the ball gets there. Anyway, so we're going to talk more about this, how to establish the causal force where direct mail wins. Why does it win? You know the drill because we know who we mail to. We know it got delivered, even in spite of Amazon. We know that it got looked at by a decision maker because not everybody can throw out the mail. We know they had to make a decision. So there was an extremely high level of engagement, not like digital, not like broadcast TV, not like a billboard that after you go buy it, it's thrown itself away. Direct mail does not throw itself away. So you're dealing in the decision-making part of the brain with tactile, which has 10 times more sensors than vision in your brain. There's a, there's a memory. There's all kinds of things going on that make mail super causally effective. And that is the key in advertising.
and we're going to talk about that more. But anyway, before you get to all that, you got to track what happened. You got to know somehow something happened, and it's not enough to let your Google Analytics decide that that a person read through your catalog, made a decision, I'm going to buy these whiskey glasses no matter what, and then typed in hamakerslemmer.com or typed in whiskey glasses hamaker, or maybe they couldn't remember the whole name, and Google took them there and they bought. And guess who gets credit for that? You've already decided to buy. <clears throat> You're just looking for how to put in your credit card. But guess who gets credit? Google doesn't know they got mailed a catalog. It's not Google's fault. It's not Google's fault that they encourage fraud, <laughs> encourage misattribution. It's not their fault. They don't know who you mailed it. So after Google gives itself all the credit, you need to take those orders that you shipped. You have their address. You know where it went, right? And you have to match it back to the people you mailed. And that is how we do it. No matter how we track results, almost all the mailers I work with, big, professional, uh, long-standing, you know, Hummaker is one of the longest-standing catalogs in America. Great job. They do a great job. I did have a couple of those laying around here, but they're, they're getting me down to the Slim Jim version, which is appropriate because I haven't bought lately. Um, but anyway, so... They know what they're doing, and what do we do? We do matchback analysis, a lot of matchback analysis to see who wins. And that is really the heart of the issue. But anyway, so you can have QR codes. Make sure they're readable. Test them ahead of time. There's two kinds of QR codes, right? One is that one that goes just go somewhere that you can literally generate online. Go to QR code generator. Uh, there's tons of them. Um, but if it goes directly to your URL, you won't know where it came from necessarily. Whereas you can generate QR codes by the list source, right? So that you can say, well, this is a customer mailing. When it gets there, it goes through a, a third-party tracking source and goes over to the side. If you want to know, <laughs> I was talking with a WDMA uh prospect who wanted to share their mailing setup and they said uh i told them they said well we put a qr code on it they're a they're a client of direct mail 2.0 who sent me a coffee mug and is a supporter of wdma thanks brad <laughs> and uh they said well you know all the mailing pieces have a qr code i said is it an intelligent qr code that tracks the results while it's taking the people where they're going they said, how do you tell? And I said, well, you tell by trying it on your phone, <laughs> you know, aim your camera at it. And if the URL just says, you know, ABC University, which is was a, it was a college that they were generating leads for, if it just says the name of the page, then it's not intelligent. It's just dropping off there. Now, you can still track it there, okay? But you can also track it before you get there. And, it, you know, if it says you know, abc.pt slash whatever, something unrecognizable. It's going through a third-party tracking system. And uh, we can help you set those up if you need to, uh, Market Builder. 
actually has a system we were we were building a system that could we were taking the uh we were taking sort of like a val pack and different manufacturers were contributing ads uh, so there were about 50 different cut sheets in the package and there were about there was about a million piece mailing which and so we created personal urls which is the next one down which which told us who was scanning it or who we had mailed it to the mailing piece and it told us for each individual page which ad they were they were scanning so we could know the we could know the customer and which gave us the segment also and also the in, individual ad that they were looking at that's 50 million qr codes that had to be kept straight and it was all tracked as we got back as the as the recipient scanned it then it was tracked back to their household address and the particular manufacturer which allowed the manufacturer to gain uh, a mailing list and the customer to enter a sweepstakes and it was all it was just uh, it's a beautiful system so if you're an association or something like that it would be an excellent thing to test anyway coupons make sure to create a code on the coupon that you can use to track responses as people redeem them and you can do that with a with a you know uh, a redemption code on your order form uh, or bring it into the store although you know with <laughs> true value I brought my coupon in they couldn't scan it in their system we tried it on my phone they couldn't scan the phone um, so you know there can be hiccups on this stuff make sure it works at the at the cash register because people were piling up behind me uh, donation reply cards we covered that yesterday about and the day before about how you can put in a greeting card or something like that but make sure it's trackable you know I've used juicy markers to go down the sides of printed pieces that we were going to mail because we forgot to put a code on it you can also use a drill press put a hole in a certain spot you can make a template of all the holes and, and each hole is coded so that you go back to the when it comes in you can put it over there and you can say oh yeah this is from from amusement park business <laughs> magazine or whatever it is text messages I don't know much about but you can create a special phone number you can create a special phone number you know we used to do stuff like ask for Judy ask for Sally you know ask for Sam whatever it was and that would be our tracking code and people would do it people would say you know is Sally there oh she's busy right now but I can take your call but then you'd have the tracking code um, and you can also have them bring the mail piece back at you know at retail that works especially with small mailings that's a really effective way so testing is the key and by testing we're going to talk about experimental design to indicate incremental lift and causal force that you can predict the future with creating effective direct mail is about knowing what works and what does not and long-term getting smarter and smarter and smarter trying to utilize general direct mail advertising trends published by the DMA or others is not an effective method to convince your customers that their mail is working amen amen thank you summer for that I see it in so many articles direct mail is effective because look the DMA says so no offense right right no offense no nope. <laughs> I'll tag I'll take my favorite person at ANA uh, and make sure uh, she knows that I was thinking of her okay have a great day like and share Merry Christmas don't you love the
Christmas lights I put up. Isn't that great? I arranged them just so. Two little Christmas trees. This one is actually from Hamaker Schlemmer. And this one was one we had laying around in the attic. So anyway, like and share, repost. Have a great day. Bye-bye.